Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hello, hello. Welcome. I am so pumped for today. Day one of Bloom Your Brand Workshop. I have been praying all morning and all weekend, praying that God blesses you through this and he speaks through me to you to really help you get a completely different understanding of your brand and what God is calling you to do with your business. So welcome to day one. As you are hopping on here, please comment below. Tell me hello. Tell me where you're tuning in from. And uh, we are going to jump right in and get started. Hi, I see some of you already popping on. Hi, Sharon. What's up, guys? Yay. Well, who is excited? Who is excited to do this? I am so, so, so excited. Uh, This seriously has changed my my perspective of my business. And that's what I hope to share with you today. As I've been able to work with so many women who find themselves asking the same question, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? You know, especially those of us who are entrepreneurs, it's like sometimes we get these feelings of, I think I'm, I'm made for more, but I don't know what that looks like. And then we go through these branding courses with figuring out the colors of our brand and figuring out the name of what we call ourselves. And uh, we figure out the the feeling that we want to give our our clients or all these things that we can walk through from a visual perspective of our brand, right? That's definitely part of our branding. However, there's also this feeling part of it too, right? The vibes that we want to give off or the message that we want to make sure is really clear to the world so that they know, hey, this is what I do and this is who I help. So if you have taken any type of marketing course, you've probably been taught that idea that you need to answer the questions, who are you? What do you do? Who do you help? Like, how do you help them? Those those questions, those are very common. And we're going to answer those questions. We're going to answer those in a really spiritual way. And I don't mean to over-spiritualize it, but I mean to, I don't even know. I've heard someone say that before, you know, I don't want to over-spiritualize anything. Well, I don't know. I would argue with that, that and forgive me for saying that. I'm not even going to say that. Everything should be spiritual. We are spirit beings, right? That's what we are. The Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And so uh, we have to we have to embrace that. So we're not going to, we are going to spiritualize this because I think sometimes we can get so caught up in methods and formulas and very methodical ways of doing things to get a result. And I think oftentimes it's why even when you do those exercises, you still come up a little bit empty. You still come up a little bit like, ah, I'm just not feeling it. So 
before we start, before I dive into the content today, today is going to be probably the, uh, I want to give you the whole picture of what we're doing. And then every day we're going to have a piece to this garden, this piece to this brand that God has given you. And we're going to reveal pieces to, to your brand. So before we, before we start, I want to pray and I want to ask the Lord to speak through me to you, to the ears that are hearing and that God speaks to you in such a beautiful way that will literally transform not only your life, but, but your business in a good way. So first of all, let me do that first. And then I'm going to give you a little backstory about how I even came, how this content came about, and then how you today can answer the one question that we want to answer today. I'm going to give that question to you. Okay. So heavenly father, Abba father, we are just so grateful for you and your goodness and your kindness and your creativity and your the, just who you are god you have created each single one of us each ear that is listening to this you have created all of us for a unique purpose and god i pray that you bless the ears that are listening to this today that they fully throughout the next the next four days that they really get a good picture of what it is that you have given them and what it is that you are calling them to do god i pray that you use me as a mouthpiece speak through me holy spirit so that i speak the words that you want these women to hear and god please make their earways earwaves clear and the path that they can hear God unclog their ears from the noise of the world, from the doubt, from the enemy, from all the things that potentially could be clogging their ears. God, I pray right now that every ear that is hearing this is going to hear your voice over this week and that you're going to speak to them in such a way that they're going to not be able to just deny your goodness and the calling that you have on their life. God, we thank you for giving us an opportunity to serve you in the capacity of a business. We don't take that lightly and God, we want to do it your way. So I pray that we get a really good understanding of our business in your eyes this week. In Jesus name, we ask all of this in your precious name. Amen. All right. I am getting text messages. So I just want to make sure, okay, good, that my internet's not, you know, dying out on me. Okay, so how do we get here? Okay, so a few years ago, I lost a business that was literally like my identity. It was everything. It, it was, it was, it dictated everything I did. It dictated our vacations. It dictated, you know, how I saw myself. It, it really became my label and it became who I was. And while some of that I think was okay, because it was part of my calling, it was a season, right? It became too much of my identity. And so I lost my true identity in Christ and I took on the identity of this business person and the, and all the accolades that I was that God was blessing me with. And one of the one of the riskiest things God can do is give give us success. Because then we think we did it or we think that we don't need him to do it or really the platforms that he gives us or the financial blessings that he gives us are we stewarding it well? And so all of that to say I lost a eight-figure business that I poured my heart and soul into and I went into this deep dark place of who am I what do I even do who am I supposed to be helping how am I supposed to be helping these people like I don't get it because I could take the branding courses but something was missing and I knew up here in my head that I had pieces of it but like in my heart I wasn't quite feeling it. And so it's, it's kind of like that somebody can tell you, I love you, but 
they help you understand that they love you through their actions, right? So it's, it's, it's a heart understanding and a mind understanding. And I think the problem with a lot of life is that we have a lot of head knowledge. We understand our, like the mind, how important that is to change our minds. Right? We talk about mindset being so important and yes, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But however, we rarely talk about heart change. And what I have learned over time that if we only change our mind and we don't then also change our heart, then we really don't have a full connection because these two things are in sync. My son just asked me the other day, mom, what's more important, our brains or our hearts? And it literally stumped me. The question stumped me because I thought, well, we need our heart because we need our hearts to pump and, you know, obviously to be alive, but then we also need our brains to process it. And so if you're not using your heart and your mind, and that's why I talk so much about in my coaching, it's not just a mindset, it's also a heart set. But oftentimes we can know it up here and we don't actually know it here until we live through seasons of our life that often don't look pretty. I refer to that time in my life as the brutal year because it was so brutal. It was life shattering everything, but it was also on the other side of it was so beautiful. Okay. So this is where I came up with, and I didn't come up with this. This is completely Holy Spirit inspired what he gave to me in this season of being desperate of God. Wait a second. Who am I? Like, who am I? Who I, who am I? I had a lot of people who quote unquote loved me and put me on a pedestal and thought I was so wonderful. And then when they didn't, then I started to question my identity. And I think in business, sometimes we can use how people process what we're doing or what we have to offer or what it, what it is that we do or who we are, or like all these worldly ways of labels. And we can take on other people's opinions of ourselves, of us and who we are, and think that that is our identity. And so before we, before we, the, the most crucial part of this, this whole, this whole week is the, not the most crucial part, they're all crucial, but this is a foundational part to this. So with that being said, let's talk about our, let's talk about, I'm trying not to pay too many, too much attention to our comments. So I want to stay focused here. So first of all, I want to give you this idea that when I felt I was buried, and maybe perhaps you are feeling like you're buried. First of all, what's going on in the world is very, it can seem scary and dark and what is going on, right? And so perhaps you're feeling buried in this season of, I don't know what to do. I don't know who I am. I don't know how to serve, serve God. I don't know what my business even stands for in this season. Like what, what am I supposed to do? Aren't I supposed to go and tell and win souls? Cause isn't that what we're all meant to do? But am I supposed to do it in this business? Am I not? All these questions that you have, we're gonna answer those questions this week. But let's start with the idea that when I thought I was buried, God said, you are not buried. I just so happened to plant you in new soil. And so in that new soil, I had to learn my new identity. And, and really, it wasn't new identity. It was truly the identity that he created me for. It's just that I had bought the lies of other labels and the lies of other things over his calling on my life and what he, who he says that I am. And so I want to give you the idea because you got to be visual with this. Okay. So the idea is that God has gifted you with a garden. And we know that gardens are so important in scripture because literally life began in the garden of Eden and Jesus's life ended in the garden of 
of Gethsemane. That's where he spent those last hours just crying out to God, asking him, hey, if this isn't, can, can we not do this, right? He begged him three times, but then he said, oh God, it, it's your will. Father, do what you want, right? So we have the beginning of time when humanity started in the Garden of Eden, and then we have the ending, the life of Jesus ending in that garden that alone should tell us how symbolic and how beautiful gardens and how, how meaningful and how important gardens are to God. He didn't choose that just out, of, just out of happenstance or just whatever. No, God is so specific and detailed and meaningful and purposeful in every single thing that he does. And so as I started to recognize the importance of gardens, I was blown away. My mind was just, whoo! I mean, it's, it's taken, and I still every day, I think, man, this is so good. And I, he continues to teach me things about gardens. And so what I believe is that God has given each of us, our lives represent a garden. And your business is part of your garden, not your whole garden, because you are, you are somebody outside of your business. Perhaps you're a mom, perhaps you're a wife, perhaps you're an aunt, a sister, a daughter, a, a, a colleague, a, a something. Your business is not your identity. And so we got to really be make sure we understand that. That is so crucial to understanding how to do business God's way. Your business is not your identity. But in this garden that God has given you, if you close your eyes for a minute and envision you sitting in a garden. And this is where it all started for me. That I envisioned myself sitting in a garden. And I saw different things. And I'm not going to tell you all the things today, but today, before we really start to understand how significant this garden is and that God has given it to you for a reason, for a purpose, for such a time as this, because he wants you to cultivate something. He wants you to grow something. So the beauty of it is that I have a garden, you have a garden, Every single person on this, watching this live or listening to the replay, everybody has a garden. And we're responsible to stay within the boundaries of our garden. And your business is part of that. And so when you have a really strong understanding of the boundaries that God has set around the calling of your life, which part of that is your business, I've said it many times, I'm going to say it again, but is we often ask, like, what's our purpose? What's our calling? And so I want to make sure that we really understand that our purpose Every single one of us who has this garden, the overarching purpose is to glorify and honor and praise and worship God with our lives. And that's our garden. And it's so cool that our business gets to be part of that. But in order to operate in that, so our business is our, our, our garden is our purpose. Everything that we cultivate, every, all the fruit that comes from our lives and what, what comes from it, right? And our business is part of the calling. And so in order to operate in this garden appropriately with confidence and with an understanding of God, why, why me? Have you ever thought like, have you ever read the Bible and you see over and over these people who are very unlikely to do good things or big things that God uses the usually the, the people who would, you would never think he would use people with stuttering problems, people who were women who were promiscuous, um, you know, people who had pride and people who were just a little, 
just a shepherd boy? Like, why him? Why David? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really seem like he was all that significant, right? God uses unlikely people to do incredible things through them. But in order for us to fulfill that calling, that piece of our life, we have to know who we are. And so today's topic, I hope I'm giving you this overarching picture because over the week we're going to put together this beautiful image of a garden and all the things that go to our garden. But before we really understand what's in our garden and all that, we have to understand us standing in this garden. Understanding who God calls us to be and how he sees us and why it is so important that our identity in Christ is crucial to fulfilling our calling. And we can't get tripped up in our title like coach or entrepreneur or teacher or mother or doctor or whatever it is. Those are earthly titles. Even our name, our earthly name is somewhat, it's like an earthly title. But what God showed me is that, let me back up. This is your first assignment for today. One, I want you to look up the meaning of your earthly name. Look up the meaning of your earthly name. If you haven't, most of you probably have already done that. Um, but I want you to make sure you do that. And I want you to make sure you find what is the meaning of your earthly name. My name means flowering heath which for the longest time I was like, what is that? I don't even get it. But how crazy is that God has literally given me these visions about gardens and he's spoken to me so clearly that my name was actually tied to that. How cool is that? So I don't know what your name means, but I would love for you to share that in the comments below as we continue to progress throughout this week. I really ask for you, please share your aha moments, your Holy Spirit downloads that the Lord gives you in this week so that other people can see because here's the reality is that some of you are not going to hear from God right away for multiple reasons. It's why the podcast last week was about how to hear from God and what might prevent you from hearing from him. God is speaking always and he wants to answer you but if our ears are clogged, if we're too busy doing that or we can't hear him. So this week is really crucial to understanding your brand, is really crucial to understanding how to hear God's voice. And if you need personal guidance in that, please message me and I will try to give you some tips. But other than already what's on the podcast, um, I had someone reach out to me this week saying, listen, I have, I've, you know, I've asked for forgiveness about all of my sins and why am I still not hearing from God? And we dug into that, like why she's potentially still not hearing from God. So anyways, all that to say, I want you to look up the meaning of your earthly name, but then I want to share with you the next piece to that. And the reason I bring up your earthly name, because I think it could be significant. I've had many um, women who I've worked with who have realized, just one this last week, realized that her earthly name actually is tied to her heavenly name, which is what we're going to talk about next. And it's been there all along and she never knew it. She actually despised the meaning of her name, kind of like me, like Flowering Heath. What does that even mean? I don't know. Still don't really know exactly what that means, but I can see blooming like coming to life, right? Hence you hear all of this garden of favor, bloom society. I mean, there's, there's, the, there's a reason for all of this. And your business is going to yield something as beautiful, if not more, more beautiful, because it's going to be so tailored to you. So this brand did not happen overnight. This brand has been such a very spiritual journey for me to understand how God sees me. And the first part of that, which is this is day one, we are going to ask God 
what is my heavenly name? Because we know that in Isaiah 43, 2, and I'm going to pull that up to read to you guys. We know that God calls us by name. In Isaiah 43, 2, he says, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. So you have to think. And there's other scriptures that say he calls us by name. And I want to think about the idea that you have a garden, I have a garden, uh, Sherilyn has a garden, Bertha has a garden, Sierra, Franny, Allison, all of you who are watching, you all have a garden. And if we all have a garden and God wanted to yell out over all of these beautiful gardens that are cultivating really beautiful things for the kingdom to grow God's kingdom, that's ultimately what we're here for. Love God, love people, and share the gospel, right? And we get to do that through our business. But if God wanted to call out and say, and get my attention, if God wanted to call out and get your attention, he's not going to say the same thing. He's going to call you by name. And I think about if you have kids, do you have a, like a little nickname for them? Some like terms of endearment. It's something sweet that you call them. Usually they're kind of silly or if somebody heard you, they might not at all even understand. But it's, it's a little personal thing that you have with your child. I believe God has that with us as well. And so I want you to sit with the Lord today and I want you to ask him, this is your second part of your homework, is to ask the Lord what your heavenly name is. What does God call you? When he wants to get your attention among all the gardeners, and did you know God's a gardener? God's a planter. In, in Genesis, it says God planted. I think sometimes we despise the fact that things take time, but that God spoke the world into existence, light, earth, plants, animals, all the things. But yet very soon after he did that and spoke things into existence, it said God planted. So significant because God is planting something within you in this garden. He wants to work with you to cultivate something, this message that he is literally anointed you to take this message out into the world. And so before he gives you all of that, before he shows you what's in your garden in, in the next three days, this crucial piece to this is knowing what does he even call you? What does he call you by name? This is a heavenly name that he calls you. And I will just tell you right now where I found mine. Perhaps some of you, God already literally Literally, it's probably already spoken to you. It's, 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 he already, you're like, oh my gosh, I know what that is. Oh my goodness, I know. But for me, I found it when I was reading. I was reading my Bible. And that I was praying, I was, you know, praying about this, this, you know, my identity. And I wasn't praying about a name. I didn't even know how to, I didn't know what I was asking for. But I was just like, what is my identity? And he led me to the scripture, Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's masterpiece. And there's more to that, but... So when I, I, and I'm sharing that with you because I don't want to cheat you out of the intimacy and the time that you can spend with the Lord asking him this, but it's not necessarily a Hannah or an Ashley or a, a whatever. I will tell you a, a client of mine who I'm working with right now who had this major revelation about her earthly name versus her heavenly name. She kept hearing the word light, that God was calling her light. And she's like, and it actually ties into her earthly name a mountain 
And I'm sharing this to you again because God does it. It's not always necessarily like this thing that we necessarily uh, just think that is significant, but that oftentimes God will share things with us that he actually want us, wants us to go deeper. And there's, there is significance to it, but sometimes we stay so on the surface that we're not willing to ask questions and we're not willing to go deeper and to really figure out what it is that you actually mean by that God. So she figured out her name, part of her name means mountains. And the name that she had felt, she didn't tie these two together until we did it together. But she's like, wait a second, my, I keep hearing light. And then we talked about her earthly name. And I was like, oh my goodness, she is the light. She is the city on the hill that cannot be hid. She is that Matthew. I can't think of the exact scripture, but it talks about a Matthew being a light on a hill. And now she sees that her business is so much wait a second her calling her identity in christ is so much more than just her name and her title like her earthly title she's an entrepreneur or she's a coach or she's a you know whatever i want to read to you one more thing to help you perhaps grab wrap your head around this idea of a name and why it's so significant so we know that in isaiah 43 2 god says that he's called you by name but look at what God says about Jesus, his very own son. Luke 3, 21 to 22 says, Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in a bodily form like a dove and a voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. God, so we know Yeshua, Jesus, is God's son, but he descended on him, the Holy Spirit, like a dove, and he, a voice came out and said, you are my beloved. With you, I am my son. With you, I am well pleased. I believe God speaks over his own children, his earthly children, the same way. And he is speaking over you right now, saying, my daughter, you are my daughter. And what does he call you? What is this nickname, this, this, this sweet thing that you and the father will have and you will have this intimate understanding of who he calls you intimately, not just your earthly name, which could tie to it, right? But your heavenly name. Because in order for you to operate in this garden that God has given you, and he said, here, I want you to sow some things. I want you to plant some things. I want you to reap the harvest of some things. We think about the gardens. I mean, there's so, so, guys, I mean, seriously, every time I talk about it, I get more and more excited about it to share with you all. There is so much significance about this garden. However, if you are going to own this and operate in this, in your identity in Christ, you have got to know who you are and who God is, not just who you are, but whose you are and who God is calling you to be, to have this really clear understanding of wait, because the enemy is going to tell you, wait a second, I know something that you did in the, your past. And he's going to label you with your previous sins or perhaps your current sins that you need to ask forgiveness for. He's going to label you and the world will label you with different things. But when you can say, no, my God calls me his masterpiece. My God calls me his beloved. That I know that I am made for such a time as this. I have been created on purpose for a purpose. 
You have been created on purpose, for a purpose, and I believe it's to cultivate something in the garden that God is literally gifting you with, and he's entrusting you with. But if you don't own your identity and know who you are and stand in your authority and, and understand the power that you have been given through the Holy Spirit, it is not because of you. It's not because of you manifesting wonderful things into the world because you are so powerful. No, everything that we have is because God and the power that we have through the Holy Spirit. It's not because you're just thinking positive thoughts and great things happen to you. No, it's because you're aligning with scripture. You're aligning with your identity in Christ. You're aligning with him who he calls you as a daughter of a king. Your identity is crucial to carry out your calling because we will be discouraged and we will be deceived by the devil and we will be all these things he wants to label us as something else the world wants to label us as something else and when you start to get those thoughts of i am and any other word that follows that that is not biblical we need to rebuke that and we need to replace it with no 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 wait who does god say that i am and there are many i am statements and we could dig into that later which that will be part of something that i have coming for you guys later uh, I'll share that at the end of this, but the question today that we desperately need to answer before we get to tomorrow and the next three days, because the other ones, they are just as amazing uh, and just mind-blowing, is that you need to answer the question. You need God to answer the question for you. God, what is my heavenly name? And if you've never asked God questions like that before, I want to encourage you how to do that. So I want you to get quiet and to a quiet place. Perhaps you maybe turn on a little bit of uh, instrumental worship music or some people refer to it as soaking music. And I want you to pray and get really quiet away from the noise, away from the kids. If you got to go to your car, mamas, go to your car and do it. If you've got to, um, I don't know, if it can't be right now, that's okay. But I would encourage you hopefully right after this because you're hopefully already just feeling maybe little tugs on your heart that you just sit there and you ask the Lord, first of all, thank him. Gratitude is so important. Thank the Lord for an opportunity to cultivate something with him, to grow something with him in, in and through your business and ask him, God, what is my heavenly name? When you want to get my attention and you want to, to make me understand that I'm not worthy, but you call me this that I stand in my authority and in my identity and in my power through because I'm a child of God and because you call me to, that I know without a shadow of a doubt, I am called to this and I know who I am even when the world tells me otherwise, even when the enemy tells me otherwise, even when my own, my own sometimes family, your family, perhaps your spouse isn't supportive of what you're doing. The, the enemy will use anyone to get in, up in here and, and twist your thoughts and make you think otherwise. But when you have this understanding that God has called you, he calls you by name. And when he wants to get your attention, he says, Hey, so-and-so, whatever. I don't want to give too many because I want to know what they are. Um, but God walked me through Ephesians 210 and he gave me this you are a you are my masterpiece and there's multiple different versions of it uh which are really cool and i would encourage you if you have scripture read the all different types of translations so that you really grasp this thing 
And then the second part to this, or the third part to this, once you get the name and you just bask in that for a minute, ask the Lord, what is it that you call me? What, what is it? What is my special name, my nickname that you give me? The beauty of it is that the name isn't even for just you. Because oftentimes we are called to serve those who are a few steps behind us. We are called to serve those people who are kind of two or three steps behind where we are that God wants to help us use our mess to share a message, that we can use our trials to share our triumphs through Him, that we can show all of these things that, hey, I actually have been where you are and I'm going to help walk you through that because listen to my testimony, listen to the story that God's given to me, giving people hope. That, that they have something. And so perhaps that's you because I believe that God has always, he's gifted me with this community, right? And this community has been such a gift to me for so many reasons. But you all are God's masterpiece. That name is not just for me to think I'm great. No, actually a masterpiece, and I'll share that at another day, it's a lot of pieces, a lot of broken, broken pieces. However, that God wants me to share that message with the world to say that you are his masterpiece. And if you recognize that you have a master and you hand him all your pieces, the brokenness or the confusion or the things that don't make sense to you, but you know that he's going to use all these pieces for good, he's going to pick them up one by one and he's going to make this beautiful mosaic and it's going to turn into a one of a kind masterpiece. So all of you who are listening to this, you are God's masterpiece too. My name is not for me and me alone so that I sit on some wonderful, you know, thing and think I'm, I'm great. No, actually my master, the, the name he gave me is actually to help to show me what I need to speak life into other women. That even though you're broken, that that's actually exactly how he creates the masterpiece because he himself, the master, when we surrender the pieces to him, he picks them up and he leaves some on the ground, but he picks some of those up, the ones that he wants to pick up and create this beautiful thing that he creates this one of a kind masterpiece in order to display his goodness. So I'm fired up. I hope you are. I'm going to end this one today because you're answering the question. One, the, the, what is the meaning of your actual earthly name, which I think is important. But then two, what is your heavenly name? What is the name that your Abba Father, your heavenly Father who loves you more than any earthly father could ever love you? Wrap your head around that if you're a daddy's girl. If you're a daddy's girl, wrap your, try to wrap your head around that, that your Father in heaven loves you so much more than an earthly father or man or anyone could ever love you. That he calls you by name. Because you are significant to him. He knows the numbers of hairs on your head. A daddy who loves his baby is going to know, you know, all the little details of your baby. Maybe they have little moles or they have, you know, little things about them that make them so unique. Our Heavenly Father knows all of those little things about us because he created us. And so he calls you by name. So I would love for you, as you have some of these revelations, please share with us what 
is your earth, what's your earthly name and what's your heavenly name? And I would really encourage you that whatever he gives you about your heavenly name, that you have scripture that ties to that, that you have something that is, it's rooted in God's word, that that's what this means because he gave us his word to be a guide for us. It's a guide for us and it's a guide for your business too. Literally, your business plans, your blueprints, they're all right in there. And then the Lord just will download things to you. So I am so excited to hear what your heavenly names are and maybe perhaps how your earthly names tie to that. Please share that over this week and right here in this group. Um, and then tomorrow in the next three days, we have another piece that's going to rock your world every day to really encompass this whole idea of your brand and what it is that God's given you this garden to cultivate something and your, your business is part of that and how you're going to do that so that your business, your garden is evidence of his favor. Not because you're amazing, but because God is good and you're listening to his plans. You're, you're obeying his voice and all of the things. So with that being said, I am all week also going to be sharing with you if that means something to you and you're starting, oh my goodness, I need more of this stuff. I need more of this stuff, right? I've had a lot of you who are either in transition or you're currently doing something that you know God's calling you to more, but you're, you have some ideas or perhaps you don't have ideas and you're, you know that you're ready for this thing that he's calling you to, but you need help or perhaps you had something and you lost it or you don't have anything yet, but you know God is calling you for more. But you need help. You need an understanding how, how, what is it God's calling you to do and how do you actually do this? That I am this week opening the doors for a brand new eight week course called the Garden of Favor. This is for the woman who knows she's made for more this is for the woman who knows that she's doing something now that's not quite it. Whether it's expanding your network marketing business beyond what it is now into something else. A lot of people I feel like they're like, okay, I should, I, I really feel like I'm being called to be a coach or I'm called to have a boutique. Funny enough, those are two things that I've done. Boutique, coach, all the things. So the woman who feels like, you know, I've been in control of this thing. I haven't really done it God's way, but I want to, I want to do it God's way. The garden of favor is an eight week course to help you discover the details of God's calling on you to help you cultivate confidence. Part of that is knowing your identity in Christ to really map out this mission, God's way to have this map of, okay, this is what he wants this to look like. Okay, I get the overarching picture. Okay, now I know who I am in Christ. I have my identity. But how do we do this thing? Like, let's map this thing out. What does this look like over the end of this year into the next new year into 2021? And then literally how to do that. How to flourish in favor because you're doing it God's way. If that is of interest to you, I am opening the doors to the Garden of Favor today. And they'll be open uh, until this next Monday uh, for this for this eight week course to help you really discover and cultivate and bloom in your purpose, specifically with this calling of your life that God has given you. Um, and this is a huge part of that, this part of understanding your garden. So if that's of interest to you, I'm going to drop that link. I'll put it in the in the, the um, I'll put it in the title above. And then this, will, this is going on my podcast as well. So that'll be over there. I am so excited for that. I can't wait. Um, and 
just as a little tip for those you may be questioning like, hey, is this for me or is this not? I'm gonna tell you who it's not for. The Garden of Favor course is not for the woman who has a business that she's in love with and she wants to 10X it. She wants to scale it. It's not for you. This, is, this course is not for you. My one-on-one -on -one coaching would be great for you. Um, but, or, or the mastermind that's coming up would be great for you. So if you love your business and you're not looking to change or pivot in any way, you're just looking to stay in this course and you know this is where God's called you, this course is not for you. It's also not for the woman who's not ready to give up the control and the perfectionism and really make some big changes in her life and not sit on this dream that God's given you, little bits and pieces. If you're not willing to actually pick those things up and say, okay, God, let's do it. This isn't for you either. This is not a magic uh, method or a magic formula. It's literally a framework of how you build a business God's way and bloom in his blessings because that's how God designed it. So there you go. There are some questions for you. If you have any questions about that specifically, let me know. But otherwise, I will see you back here tomorrow for day two of Bloom Your Brand to get the next crazy mind-blowing piece to this beautiful image of this garden that God has given you, that he's entrusted you with in order to cultivate something to grow his kingdom. I will see you tomorrow.